Hello everyone, bonjour, hola, aloha, privet, willkommen, guten tag, um, jambo, achlan. Uh, that's all, I, all the hellos I can think of right now. <laughs> but today, we are going to be responding or reacting to the recent message um, President Nelson, the current president of the LDS Church. He just gave out a message, yes, not yesterday, a couple days ago. Um, we're going to be reacting to it. I haven't seen it yet, but um, it's been receiving a lot of criticism from the ex-Mormon community, but the Mormon community is loving it. So we're going to kind of go through this video here. I'll play the audio and I'll kind of stop it and kind of give my thoughts throughout it. All right. As a doctor, I know the value of good therapy. So, dear friends, may I prescribe two activities to help us experience the healing power of gratitude. Okay. Right off the bat here, I when they were announcing that they were going to be doing this, I thought it was going to be something along the lines of what's happening in the world right now. You have a crazy post-election going on with the with President Trump not willing to concede and all his supporters are backing him on that and making false claims. And then you also have um the whole COVID-19 crisis. It's just at another level right now. It's this COVID has gone to a whole new place, so I thought they'd be talking about this, but it looks like instead this is going to be about gratitude. We'll see where it goes. During my 96 years of life, I've seen a Great Depression, a world war, the rise of terrorism, hunger, and poverty throughout the world. I've also witnessed the advent of space travel, the internet, medical advancements galore, and countless other discoveries that delight me. Prior to my ministry, I was a cardiovascular and thoracic surgeon. All right, so it looks like he's kind of hinting at, you know, he's been through stuff, he's seen things happen. Um, I think he's kind of hinting that I've seen crises similar to COVID-19 happen. I don't know, we'll see. And spent many hours in operating rooms. As a surgical resident, I was one of the research team that developed the first heart-lung machine to be used in a human open-heart operation. Subsequently, I had the privilege of helping to save lives of hundreds of patients. And sadly, I watched other patients die despite my best efforts. As a Looks like he's trying to establish that he... Um just who he is. I feel like this is more of a, so far, this is kind of like an introduction to people outside of the LDS church on what the president of the church is, who they are. Um, that's the vibes I'm getting because I ev almost every member in the church knows all of this. And of science and is a man of faith. The current worldwide pandemic has been of great... Okay, one, 
it's you can't be a man of science and faith. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way, um, especially with the LDS Church when science is constantly proving that the LDS Church is false. I'm just going to say that off the bat. That That's, that's disappointing. Concern to me. As a man of science, I appreciate the critical need to prevent the spread of infection. I also honor the devoted service of healthcare professionals and grieve for the many whose lives have been upended by COVID-19. As a man of faith, however, I view the current pandemic as only one of many ills that plague our world, including hate, civil unrest, racism, violence, dishonesty, and lack of civility. All right, so it looks like they he's finally addressing what's going on. Um, yeah, there's a huge COVID-19 crisis and we have civil unrest. I don't, he hasn't mentioned the election or anything yet. Um, probably, he, it's probably what he means by his last statement. But um, still has yet to come up with a plan regarding his huge organization on how to combat this. And maybe this um, video will put something, put an idea in there. Skilled scientists and researchers are laboring diligently to develop and distribute a vaccine against the coronavirus. But there is no medication or operation that can fix the many spiritual woes and maladies that we face. There is, however, a remedy, one that may seem surprising because it flies in the face of our natural intuitions. Nevertheless, its effects have been validated by scientists as well as men and women of faith. I'm referring to the healing power of gratitude. All right, this looks like where he's leading into here. Um, the whole gratitude lesson. Um, I guess gratitude helps out with things. He didn't say what it's a remedy for, because um, it definitely isn't for COVID nineteen. I'm gonna say that. Um, maybe for being happier. Uh, it maybe it could be a remedy for like the civil unrest going on, but I don't even think that that's still not going to work because you have people on both sides just mad at each other all the time, and if you choose to express gratitude and be kinder, you're still going to be hit back with hate. It's just doesn't it doesn't work too well. I mean, it, I give yeah, I'll give it to him. You should do it, but it's not going to solve things here. The book of Psalms is filled with admonitions to express gratitude. Here are just three of them. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. Jesus Christ frequently expressed gratitude. Before raising Lazarus from the dead. 
All right, let's see what he's doing here, you know, putting some Bible verses in there. Um, they'd usually use a Book of Mormon verse, but it looks like they're using the Bible. I think, like, once again, they're trying to make this applicable for everyone that's both in the church and, like, maybe other religious people. Before miraculously multiplying loaves and fishes, and before passing the cup to his disciples at the Last Supper, the Savior prayed and gave thanks to God. No wonder the Apostle Paul later declared, in everything, give thanks. Over my nine and a half decades of life, I have concluded that counting our blessings is far better than recounting our problems. Okay, you know, this is all just kind of, I feel like common knowledge stuff, you know, it's good to give thanks. Um, and I, feel, <laughs> I feel like with um, like LDS, like, like Sunday school lessons and stuff, it's a big just stretching out, like, you can just say a statement and that's fine, but you have to really stretch it out and make a big point out of things. And I feel like that's what they're doing or what he's doing here. Just he's kind of going on. And we're not even halfway through this video, guys. We're like a third of the way through. No matter our situation, showing gratitude for our privileges is a fast-acting and long-lasting spiritual prescription okay i have to agree with him on here because it, it is great to actually um express your gratitude for all the things you have in life like what he's saying here you know <clears throat> like there's so many things we take for granted our cars our houses our jobs once they're gone you know you don't realize how important they were so, yes, it's very important to kind of look back at all the things you have and reflect on it and just see how blessed you are. Um, or blessed, how do I say this? If you're religious, you can say how blessed you are. Or if you're non-religious, you can say how well your hard work has done and how grateful you are for all your efforts or something along those lines. spare us from sorrow, sadness, grief, and pain? No. But it does soothe our feelings. It provides us with a greater perspective on the very purpose and joy of life. Nearly 16 years ago, my wife Dancel and I were sitting on the sofa holding hands while we watched television. Suddenly, she collapsed. Despite being well-trained to treat the very thing that ended her life, I could not save my own life. All right, so this just goes to show again. You, you, you can't take things for granted. You gotta, and you should bring loved ones into this, like he's saying, you gotta be grateful for them. I'm liking what he's saying so far. Um, without the whole religious aspect on it, I kind of, 
like what he's saying. It's basic stuff, but you know, it's probably a good reminder. Denzel and I were blessed with nine daughters and one son. Tragically, I have lost two of those daughters to cancer. No parent is prepared to lose a child. And yet, despite these and other difficult experiences, I am incredibly grateful, eternally, for so very many things. Okay, um, something interesting I just caught there. This happens a lot with church messages. Um, yes, his message here is important, and it's sad, you know? I mean, he lost, he lost um, some very close people in his family. Um, but right when he was talking about losing his children and his wife, his tone was very sorrowful. And he looked like he was going to go into tears there for a minute. Then right as he moves on from that topic, his tone completely changes. And I feel like this implies that, um, you know, God just makes everything better here. My tone completely changed. I'm fine now. Uh, it kind of gives that sort of vibe off of it. I'm not one to kind of read body language and stuff. That's not what I'm, that's not my profession or anything. Um... Just it's something interesting I catch in a lot of these church messages, and it kind of brings a level of fakeness in this sort of way, if that makes sense. I'm grateful to God for the nearly 60 years Dancel and I shared together, for a lifetime of love and joy and cherished memories. And I thank Him for my wife, Wendy whom I met after Dancel's passing. Wendy now fills my life with joy. I am grateful to God for the years I had with my two departed daughters. This father's heart melts when I see attributes of those girls in the precious faces of their children and grandchildren. We can all give thanks for the beauties of the earth all right, so, you know, basically going on about being thankful for family here. Um, and we're about the, the halfway mark. This is kind of a longer video. Um, let's see, we're going to skip through it a little bit here. What is there to be grateful for? They have tags on the YouTube video here, so you can kind of skip around. Two ways to practice gratitude. We'll go here. As a doctor, I know the value of good therapy. So, dear friends, may I prescribe two activities to help us experience the healing power of gratitude. First, I invite you, just for the next seven days, to turn social media into your own personal gratitude journal. Okay, okay. Social media, man. <laughs> I I don't think that's an appropriate way to express gratitude, you know, because I feel like it's very virtue signaling. Oh, look at me! I'm giving thanks every day. I don't like that. 
I feel like this is starting to get into a whole new realm here of marketing, which, as we all know, the LDS Church adores. Um, uh, one thing I would recommend, though, as opposed to social media, if they said this instead, I'd be, I would not be saying this stuff right now. I would not be bashing on them for this. Say if they said, put this stuff in a notebook or a journal, all the things you're grateful for, write them down. That'd be way better, you know, because you're not coming off like, look what I'm doing. Or you're not like marketing for a religion here. It, it's personal, and I think it's just as effective, if not more, because you're actually writing it down. You're not typing it out and sending it somewhere and then looking at all the feedback you're getting from it. About what you are grateful for, who you are grateful for, and why you are grateful. At the end of seven days, see if you feel happier and more at peace. See, you could do this all in a journal and then do just the same thing, but they want you to do it on social media. I, if, I feel like if they're really serious about this, they'd say write it down in a journal or notebook. They would not be telling you to go to social media for seven days on doing this. Maybe they kind of want... Here. It, maybe they're kind of thinking... On the other hand, in like their defense, let's have them do this so other people can see what they're grateful for, maybe get ideas from them kind of thing. But I don't think it's that. I, but I feel like that's a little bit too far here. Use the hashtag give thanks. Oh. Working together, we can flood social media with a wave of gratitude. Oh, boy. That reaches the four corners of the earth. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Definitely marketing here. He literally said, flood this hashtag. Okay, here's my theory with this that I just barely formulated. So, they make this hashtag, give thanks. And this hashtag's already probably in use right now. Or it's going to be in use a lot because, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up next week. Um, so people are going to be using that hashtag. So when they use it, they're going to be seeing it flooded full of Mormons or LDS church members using it. And it's going to get this, um, this church out there. It's going to spread this organization. It's just another tactic to get them to try to, um, convert more people to their church. Uh, interesting like i said before could have just done this all in a journal there's literally no need for a hashtag here you don't need that hashtag unless maybe you want to see what other people are saying but a good reality like sorry not reality don't know why that word came to my mind alternate to this if you wanted to see what other people are saying and like maybe you could like express it together just text your friends or something that are Mormons or doing the same thing or your fellow ward members here and ask them what they're thinking or maybe like do some church lessons out of this. That's a completely perfect alternate alternative because you're still getting 
you're still writing your feelings down. You're still being grateful for things. And you're still seeing what other people are saying too. You're expressing your gratitude to one another. But instead, we want to do it on social media and flood hashtags. Got it. Perhaps this will fulfill, in part, the promise God gave to Father Abraham. That through his descendants, all families of the earth shall be blessed. Second, let us unite in thanking God through daily prayer. Jesus Christ taught his... Okay, this is another perfect way to do it. Praying and giving thanks to God. You'd be perfectly fine that way. You don't need a hashtag. You don't need social media. Actually, I think this is probably the most important thing they can do as religious people. Expressing it to God and no one else. Because you're not being virtue signaling. You're not trying to show off that you're giving thanks and you're following the prophet. You're doing this yourself. And it's personal and you can grow a relationship with your God. Disciples to pray by first expressing gratitude to God and then petitioning him for the things we need. Prayer brings forth miracles. In that spirit, I would now like to offer a prayer for the world and everyone in it. As I pray, I hope you will feel inspired to do the same. All right. Um, seen this many times throughout this crisis. I'm trying to relieve it through, um, how do I say it? No, I want to say supernatural efforts, you know, praying, blessings. Um, other people are even doing spells and curses, you know. <laughs> None of it works. Like this... If this worked, this crisis would have been over a long time ago. Probably around April. Um, when the last general conference was and they started speaking about this. and You know, and they told people to start fasting and pay tithing and even take vitamins. Now look where we are. 2,000, no, not even that. 250,000 deaths later, still nowhere with this. Nothing's been solved. Pouring out your heart in gratitude for the countless blessings God has given you and petitioning him to heal our hearts, our families, our societies, and the world at large. Our Father in heaven, as fellow passengers on thy planet Earth, we humbly pray unto thee. Okay, I just want to point out, not from this video, but with myself, every time someone does a prayer now, I feel like I have to be respectful, and I feel like it's a very special thing. And that's just how indoctrinated I've been from this religion about prayer. Like, it was, it was probably the thing that was most important to me when I was religious. Um, so I still kind of get this vibe like, oh, I have to be quiet. I have to be respectful. <laughs> just a funny thing I just realized. We thank thee for life and all that sustains life. 
We thank thee for the beauties of the earth, for order in the universe, the planets, stars, and all things of eternal significance. We thank thee for thy laws that protect and guide us. We thank thee for thy mercy and loving watch care. We thank thee for our families and loved ones who fill our lives with joy. We are grateful for all who are striving to combat the COVID pandemic. Please bless them with protection and inspiration. Will thou help us end this virus that has plagued so many of thy children? We thank thee for the leader. Once again, prayer is not going to do anything. If I think if God is there and if he is listening to these prayers, I think he's um, at the point where he's saying, I need this to keep going. Like your prayers aren't doing anything. Sorry. You know. Of nations and others who strive to lift us. We pray for relief from political strife. Will thou bless us with the healing spirit that unites us despite our differences? Well, okay, he's praying for relief for, um, no. What, 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 is, what was he saying? Political strife, something like that. Um, well, I don't think that's up to God here. I think that's up to people and their attitude. Especially everyone in this church, actually. You need to knock some sense in them here. Thou also help us repent from selfishness, unkindness, pride and prejudice of any kind, so that we can better serve and love one another as brothers and sisters and as thy grateful children. We love thee, our dear Father, and pray for thy blessings upon us. In the name of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, amen. All right, well, that's a good prayer. I'll have to give it to him. Like, he should even be complimenting on people's prayers or whatever. Um, you know, he's giving thanks for things that, you know, are important right now, like the COVID workers and stuff like that. Um, still common stuff, though, common sense here. Thank you for listening. May God bless you, one and all. All right. Nope, they have a website here. They just ended the video, and it says powerofgratitude.org. Probably leads you back to um, another LDS site. Um, oh, that was interesting. I can see both sides of the line here where people are mad and people are both inspired at the same time. You know, okay, I'll kind of touch on like the whole inspiration thing here. I don't see how you can be so inspired by this, by what I've been seeing on social media lately by with people by this other saying, oh, so inspiring. You know, this is just kind of common stuff you should already know. I don't think someone should be telling you to do this sort of thing. I think you should already know how to do it if you're a decent person. Um, it kind of reminds me of like when people put like the most cliche quotes in their house, like hang them up on um, boards or whatever. Like, give thanks, give love. Um, 
and they think that's inspiring. It's like that. How is that inspiring? That's just the most common sense. That's just common logic here. <laughs> to being a decent person. I don't know. Like I, I guess some people are inspired by different things. And if it takes your religious leader to tell you that to be inspired, then fair enough. Whatever. Be inspired. That's great. I guess this is, this is a good message. Like, Gets me to my next point here. What what they're saying is a good message, and they didn't really pour too much. Like, um, how do I say? It? They didn't pour their religion onto you too much in this. I mean, yeah, they kind of centered around like common Christian beliefs. They didn't even use the Book of Mormon. They used the Bible here. I feel like this video is kind of targeting Christians rather than Mormons, which is great. Um, at the same time, they are also using marketing here. I feel like this is a huge marketing ploy to get people attracted to their religion. They put out this hashtag. He's telling people to flood it with, um, gratitude for things. And obviously that's going to bring along messages from the LDS church. Like they're going to say, I'm so thankful for president Nelson. I'm so thankful for the LDS church. I'm so thankful that I got baptized. Just stuff like that. You're going to be seeing that a lot of that here. Um, and it's just, and it's going to get people curious maybe, or they're thinking it's going to get people curious. And you're going to start researching the LDS church. Um, I don't think that's really going to happen here. I feel like that's their goal, but I don't think this is going to be converting anyone. Um, just because this is common stuff here, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I did enjoy the message. I mean, it, it's it's good to hear again, you know. I mean, you should already know it. Be thankful for what you have. Don't take things for granted. Um, be thankful for the people that are around you. You never know when they're going to go. Um, this is stuff we all hear a lot and I feel like it's just condensed into one video for Thanksgiving. I mean, despite this video being put out, you're already going to hear this stuff a lot right now. Because it's Thanksgiving, people do this sort of thing. There's a lot of traditions where people will go around and they'll kind of express their gratitude online or with themselves. And that's fine. It. It's totally fine to express your gratitude if it's not excessive on social media. Um, if it's not trying to promote an organization or you're trying to be virtue signaling, you know, that's totally fine. Um, and I'm here reading the comments and it's kind of like, oh boy. Most of it's just LDS people saying, oh my gosh, it's so inspiring. Um, like, for example, this one, I feel like she should already kind of be knowing this stuff. So she says, I so needed to hear this. My 18-year-old daughter passed away unexpectedly last month following a surgery, and the pain has been unbearable at times. And that is perfectly fine. And I'm sorry she lost her daughter. That's super hard. Um... Something I don't wish on anyone. Um, 
As I listened to President Nelson prescribe gratitude and prayer, I felt the truth of his words. My Facebook post on gratitude is already posted. Thank you so much. Um, you know, it's that kind of tone change there. Like, oh, I listened to this. I'm good now kind of thing. I doubt she is. But I don't know. You should already know you should be thankful for those memories. Especially if you have an 18-year-old daughter and that old, you should already know this stuff. I mean, yeah, granted, you're going through a lot of emotions. And I've never gone to that situation. Uh, you know, I'm kind of being a dick. <laughs> Judging this person here. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. These comments are kind of looking weird. None of them are criticism. Uh, is it possible to delete comments on YouTube? Because it's a really weird looking. These are really weird looking, like some sort of bots. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. That's when I probably start exaggerating stuff. But yeah, you know, good message overall. Should already know it. I'm really upset they chose to um, use that hashtag and kind of start a marketing ploy here instead of actually giving out a good lesson. Um, another thing that uh, disappoints me here that I haven't mentioned, well, I probably mentioned it in the beginning of this um, episode, is they did not address any sort of solution, real solution to this problem here. And right now the LDS church is still doing meetings with hundreds of people there every Sunday. This is a super spreader for Utah. You get all these people condensed into these meetings and they go out and just, they're just spreading it like crazy. Ugh. And they're yet to close. They, they should, this video should have been about precautions they're going to be taking. Like, oh, and maybe add the gratitude thing at the same time. That'd be great. But they should also kind of put some guidelines down here, which is what I thought they were going to be doing when this video was announced ahead of time. They should have been saying, oh, we're going to limit our meetings to Zoom or we're going to limit them so they're very like... Socially distanced, or just don't have meetings at all. You know, that's probably the best solution here. Just do Zoom meetings if they want to do this. Because this is like making this virus grow in Utah like nuts. And like everything else here is like basically kind of back down to lockdown mode. The bars, the restaurants are all kind of weird. Um, businesses have a mask mandate now. Um, in like a certain max capacity. Whereas with these, you can just do what you want. There's no limit here. Ugh. It's very, it's, it's disappointing and frustrating. Um, another thing with that is I feel like, so let me start over. A lot of you Mormons here are kind of following Trump's 
little shtick that he's doing. Where he's saying, oh, the election's rigged, Democrats cheated, blah, blah, blah. You know? They're following that shtick and they won't believe anything else. A lot of them are doing that here. And, you know, that's not the way this political chaos is going to be solved. By constantly being a loser. I feel like you should have addressed that said something about we should be accepting the outcomes of things and not falling into this whole loser rhetoric that's going on with the president. Not even saying the president. You could have given something vague here, at least. And I didn't catch any of that. I don't know, guys. Eh, I just have a lot of mixed feelings about it. You know, I see both sides here. I guess it was a good message they put out. I mean, it could have been worse. Uh, I just really wish they used their platform to educate people on what's going on and put some more precautions and regulations down within their own religion. But they didn't. They chose to kind of do another message that could have been put out literally any other year. You know. What can you do? So that's going to wrap today up. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Not a great weekend. A great Thanksgiving. Um, Please be socially conscious here. Do what you can to not spread the virus during this Thanksgiving. It's probably a broken record by now about all the whole Thanksgiving travel. Just be safe, guys. Um, If you're having Thanksgiving with uh, religious family members and you're not religious, I wish you good luck and patience. You've got this thing. Um, Same goes with mixed political families. If you're have the yearly tradition of Thanksgivings where people start arguing about politics. I'm wishing you guys luck too because it's probably going to be even worse this year. I hope that's not true. Um, Good luck you guys. Have some patience with your family members. I know it's hard sometimes but you know we still love them. Alrighty guys. Peace out. See you later. Thank you.